they need to keep their platform engaging for people, especially now when you've got so many social media channels. It's super important that they show people what they want, not what we want to show people. So by putting out your product post, not going to do it. But what will do it? Welcome to the Medical Spa Marketing Show, a podcast dedicated to helping you market your medical aesthetic practice, be it a skincare clinic, plastic surgery, dermatologist, and of course, our medical spas. Even if you don't fall into one of these categories, I guarantee you'll find value here. Hey, my name is Pam Curry. I'm a digital marketer and I've helped businesses just like yours grow and scale online. And I'm here to help you learn all the tips and tricks on how to get your medical spa noticed on social media, increase your visibility on Google, generate leads through different channels and optimize marketing automations so it works for you while you sleep. Get ready to see successful results in no time. All right, let's do this. Hey, 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 welcome back to the MedSpab Marketing Show. Today, we are going to talk all about Instagram, Instagram feed and the mistakes I see people making every day and how you can avoid making those mistakes if you're making those mistakes. But more importantly, what content to be doing that will actually get results and not going to put you in the realm of you're putting all the time and effort into Instagram and you are seeing nothing for your efforts. So without further ado, let's get into it. Today I was actually planning to talk about paid traffic and I was scrolling Instagram there the last um, hour ago. I was after doing a post and I, I was scrolling my feed and I see a post that absolutely irks the life out of me and voila. Here we are today with an episode about the biggest mistakes I see people making on Instagram. We're only going to talk about the feed. We're not going into stories or reels. We're going into the feed posts. And if you're not doing feed posts, feed posts still perform really, really well. So obviously Instagram, why do we post to Instagram in the first place? So we know it's definitely a way to be able to boost your presence online and be able to attract customers because that's the main reason why we all do it is to attract customers. So we want to be creating valuable content that connects and resonates with your audience. But we know it's so freaking overwhelming to sit down and do any type of content. A lot of people will outsource their content. People batch their content. Batching is definitely the way to do it because otherwise you're looking at 30 minutes minimum per post per day just to try and get that out there. Biggest mistake number one. I'm going to keep the one that I just said that irks the life out of me because I'll possibly go on a rant. So people leave that one till the end. But the first one is when you're trying to promote your products and services, it can be so easy just to post pictures of a skincare product or picture of a machine or a device and sweet divine the engagement on those posts are horrendous they are not going to do anything to sell your products if anybody sees a picture of here's our retinol here's our moisturizer our SPS and there's just a picture of the box of the skincare or the nice pretty pictures of the the display absolutely not going to do anything for you except filling a square on your Instagram feed. This provides absolutely no value 
to your prospect. It's not visually appealing. While it might be pretty, it's not visually appealing to get anybody to stop the scroll. And it's not going to engage them. There's absolutely no storytelling, nothing going into that post that even the caption is going to help you in there. To get them to the caption from a picture of a product or a laser machine or a skin pen or whatever it happens to be, I put yourself in the in your prospect shoes. If you see a picture, unless like it's a picture of like a Louis Vuitton bag and you are just so into it and it's like in high demand and you can't get it anywhere and you're like, okay, that's going to be engaging. But a picture of anything that's not a helpful or engaging to the person, you've wasted your time. You've killed yourself on the algorithm because you've told Instagram, what I posted is absolute poop. And it shows because the engagement is not going to be there. And for everything that I'm going to go through today, if you're not looking at your insights and your analytics within the Instagram app, it's going to show you how poorly performing it is. So something is not better than nothing. Putting out a post like that, I would rather see three posts a week that are actually really highly engaged instead of five posts a week with absolute crickets because the cricket posts are going to kill the posts that are really good because the system is going to learn how people react because they're going to throw out the, that post to a handful of people. And then when it sees the handful of people are just scrolling past, they're not clicking, they're not seeing more. It's telling the algorithm the content isn't really good. So it's not going to show it to any more people. They need to keep their platform engaging for people, especially now when you've got so many social media channels. It's super important that they show people what they want, not what we want to show people. So by putting out your product post, not going to do it. But what will do it is demonstrating, like get ready with me. What I put on my skin every day, let's talk about our skincare routine. What are my top five skincare products? How do I recommend for certain type of skin issues? Showing off a treatment that uses your skincare products. Talking about how your at-home skincare routine is, is vital to the success of your treatments that you get in clinic. By posting that kind of stuff before and afters, especially if somebody has been using, say, a retinol at home and we're three months in, let's see the before and after from using the treatment so it's able to show it. And when you do those type of posts, you don't even have to ask for the sale. People will be in the DMs, they'll be in the comments asking, how do I get this? Can I order it online? That's what's actually going to sell. Even if you have a skincare sale, that doesn't get much reach either. It's really, really important to use your face, video, everything into the educational process around it. Because even if you were to say 50% off skincare, it's not going to actually achieve the reach that you wanted to. So put your best foot forward. Use all other avenues and definitely content-wise to be able to promote your, your products and services. Okay, so we made our pact. We're not going to promote any products or services with pictures of the product or service. And if we really want to do it, we say to ourselves, no, not going to post today and nothing goes out that day. Save your 30 minutes, use it for something else. All right, mistake number two, stock images. Oh... This is big. People use stock images a lot. And I get it. 
they've been a great resource. We probably use them on our website, but can anybody truly relate to a stock image? These stock images are highly filtered, highly edited, and nobody who walks around looks like those pictures. Those people don't even look like those pictures. So putting those pictures on your feed provide no value to anybody. So it's like trying to connect with a robot. There's no emotion, there's no personal touch, and there really is no connection. So having the terrible engagement when it comes to stock images, it's just, it's nearly as bad as posting a picture of an actual product. And it's not just the stock image on its own. What this also applies to text overlay. If you have a promotion or if you're trying to write a quote or you're trying to sell a product and you have something behind it, like a stock image and you in your writing like 50% off fillers or you're, you're doing something, they perform really well or they don't perform really well, excuse me. Also, if you're doing a promotional post and you're taking something from say like Canva, also does not work. So taking from Canva, adding in the stock images, horrendous performance, while again, looks super pretty, looks super, oh my God, this is on my brand. I have my brand colors in there on the floor engagement. Models in your pictures, no. Even if it's like I'm promoting laser hair removal and let's show off these gorgeous legs, no. Every time I do it, and sometimes where we say to ourselves, how can I promote or how can I raise awareness or how can I do something? And we say, let's go with this nice Canva template and add in our branding and do our pieces. I have not come across any single time where I've done this and I've tested and done a hell of a lot. It never works, absolutely never works. I can have video, 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 reel, text post, great engagement, people are leaving co like comments. I see the DMs popping off because people are relating to it and people don't always post in the comments, but you can see it on the insights. Again, back to the insights. I can see on the insights, the amount of saves, the engagement, the clicks, what people are actually doing from it. And anytime we post anything around that, it just isn't worth it. So again, I say to myself, is it better to po not post than post something that I already know isn't going to perform just because I need to post. And same goes, so if you are like a social media manager for a med spa, or you're the social person within the med spa, or you're the practice manager, or you're actually the person who owns the med spa, and you're getting, hey, I want five posts a week, or I want seven posts a week. This is where you need to come together for your strategy and say, okay, well, who's going to produce the content? What type of content do we need? And not just ticking a box to say, I need something for today what am I going to do? And then doing that post because that post is not going to actually help you. If you're a freelancer or whoever's working and you, you're contracted to do so many posts or it's your job and you're, you need to do those posts, well, whoever is going to help with the content needs to be able to help really with the content, especially for videos or pictures or quote posts or getting to know the spa because these type of posts, while you're technically achieving your goal, and what you've been set out to do, it's just not worth it. While beautiful looking feed, somebody's gonna come there, they'll see the nice images, text, so pretty. That's only ever gonna happen once in each person's journey 
to you because who actually checks the feed apart from you we always all we all know how our feed looks how our tiles look and all that kind of stuff that can look visually appealing for the first time that somebody comes to your profile because that's really the only time they're going to come to view your entire profile because most of the time after that they have followed you well hopefully they have followed you and then they're just going to see you in the feed so they're never going to see your nice tile display and while i'm in there don't focus on the actual aesthetics of your feed post it's not worth it it looks well for the first time again but what works right now is such real and authentic content that putting out that type of content to make the feed look well and maybe if you're in the design space that's something that you should be working towards but definitely not for us okay we're going on to number three and for our previous two we're in agreement nothing is better than something okay on to a third one and yes when i'm irish and i i say anything got to do with turds trees sorry about that i probably just highlighted it and if you have noticed it but yes let's go on to number three and this is a big pet peeve of mine and this is when the vendors supply the media which i get it from the vendor's point of view they're struggling with people who need to be able to pay for devices they need people to be able to come in they need everything to work from their end so what they have done is they've started to create social media packages for their clients they will send every month a package of so many feed posts, carousel posts, stories. They will even send this or that kind of stories, which are great, by the way, and you should be doing them for yourself. But I don't want you to be doing anything got to do with the vendors. So first off, it's totally off-brand. Nobody is going to stop the scroll and recognize that it's you. Not on brand. It's not your before and afters, which... I actually don't mind using the before and afters that they do provide so long as you don't have your own before and after. So it's something that is actually better than nothing when it comes to it. So if you actually are a provider and don't have content yourself and say, say in mode have you, you've got Morpheus now and you don't have your own before and afters for Morpheus. So of course you're going to use what the vendor gives you. In terms of before and afters, you just state, hey, these are not mine, but these are the results that are achievable. But using the content that they give you is not aimed towards conversion. So we, we create all of our content with the hopes of bringing in people in the door. We are not creating content just for the sake of ticking a box to do something. We want to have leads. We want to have prospects. We want to keep re-engaging our, our existing client base. So they keep coming back to us because we know there's so many out there, so many different treatments popping up and people do shop around, even if for, for people who have been your long-term clients. But to have a successful feed, you really don't want to be using anything from vendors because they are ticking a box. They need to raise brand awareness because if they're out there, and this goes with absolutely everything across the board, if you're promoting X product, you're doing their marketing for them. And then you're increasing, because I'm pretty sure you will have lots of doctors and nurses and practitioners following you. So you're increasing the reach of their brand and that kind of stuff. And you just see it with a lot of the big ones of how they do their brand awareness. And a lot of them use celebrities. And then very curated posts of 
ex-celebrity in the post uses ex-treatment. We all know the ones they're talking about. What is that actually going to do for the real person? That is just as bad as what we get from stock images. You post it. You're not the only med spa that they follow. That's for goddamn sure. No matter what country you're in. So it could be in Australia, US. I, I follow people all around the world. I know everybody follows people all around the world. So seeing the same such and such celebrity here, same post, same everything, because those, they aren't edit, editable. So some people do give you Canva um, material so you can edit them slightly. But a lot of those ones from the big vendors do not. And one that's great, especially for the really big ones, that they do a lot of brand awareness for you. So when celebrities go get X treatment, you can say, hey, come get the treatment that they got um, and that kind of stuff. So it does work from that perspective that they do work for you and you can piggyback and kind of news jack onto, onto their content. When it hits the, the headlines, like the Barbie one where hydrofacial was out there, everybody was posting about it. So that kind of stuff works really well when, when the promotion is kind of being done for you, but don't rely on the materials that vendors provide because they are only really looking out for themselves when it comes to the content and not looking out for you getting clients. While it technically is the purpose from their point of view, it is to get you clients. The reality is it doesn't work. Ooh, we're on to number four. So many are guilty of this. I really hope you are not one of the people who are guilty of this, but if you are, this is going to help you stop it. And it is to be consistently promoting promotions. So money off, absolute savings, discounted services this month. And if any plastic surgeon is listening here, there is nothing more off-putting than a plastic surgeon who keeps promoting 450 off when you get a facelift this month. Get a free X treatment surgical wise when you buy this mommy makeover. 2000 off mommy makeover absolutely tells me that you are not good enough at what you do to have to discount your services, especially as a plastic surgeon. But for a med spa people, it's more about putting value into your treatments and not having people trained to wait for these promotions all the time. Now, I know everybody will do like their monthly offer or they're trying to promote like laser skin hair removal when it's coming up to October, November to be able to get people hair free for the summer. There's always a time and place, but when a feed is constantly full of promotions, while it's great for the people who are price conscious, you'll never be able to get those people to pay full price. They're just like the Groupon customers. They will hop from special to special to special. They are not tied to you. They are not there for your special set of skills that makes you unique and whatever you happens to be that you're awesome at, they are there for the discount. They're not going to be there to be upsold or to create their skincare routine and their skin goals and what treatment's actually going to get them there. Unless you package it up and tie it on with a nice discount, they are not interested. And I've seen it on so many posts, especially ones that kind of go viral. You kind of see um, like those A boards and they're listing out all of this for this price. And people are automatically in the comment section, where are you? Where, what, where are you based? And all this kind of stuff, and they're just shopping on price. Nobody's checking to see if the person has whatever credentials are absolutely needed. And they are total price shoppers. And who wants to build a business on that? 
If I was just coding into your margin, you need to earn X amount in your room, pretty 60 minutes, whatever happens to be. And if you keep doing that, you're going to turn into a volume business and need it in rooms upon rooms. And then what kind of staff is that going to attract and how long are you going to hold on to your team members? And it's an absolute cascade of nonsense. And it turns away the actual ideal people. So if somebody is looking for a treatment to be done and you, you come up in the search results and they're on your page, people who want the best would be turned off by people who are promoting discounts. Like discounts here and there, fine. Special offers, fine. But constantly discounting your services, it's just, while it might put a band-aid temporarily on it if you're brand new and you're doing a big push, fair enough, but it's just a band-aid. Those people are not going to be the people to build your business. And then who needs to live on, on keeping needing to promote, 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 promote? Just not worth it isn't going to get you the right clients and you're just masking the problem that is actually there. So might be high engagement, but it's not going to do you any good in the long run. So if you're doing it, start to come up with a strategy to get away with it so you can financially be in the position to get away with it. And a great way to do that is memberships. So even a low ticket membership, something that's recurring monthly and to be able to ensure those people are coming back and also getting you the consistent revenue. Right. Number five, the reason why this podcast actually exists today is, drum roll, we have the text heavy post where you need a goddamn magnifying glass to be able to read what the person has wrote. And this is actually in particular to special offers. So a nice little square icon or it was a rectangle. I'm not too sure which was. And I had three different special offers on there. So I had a nice, colorful, crazy looking background, had September specials, I think was the heading. And then I had three tables is what it can be described as with the special offer for whatever it was that the, the offer was. And I could not read the thing. And it's nothing got to do with what the content is, because I know we talked about the specials and stuff, but I'm monthly specials like that is totally fine you're packaging up your services and they do work but making people work to see it not going to happen for me to be able to read what was on that post I have to to double tap and zoom zoom and zoom with my fingers to be able to see what's actually on that post I'm not going to go through the length to be able to see what's on that post and if you can't read it Pretty sure you probably still had a hard time reading it on the computer, but to be able to see it on your little phone and especially if your target market are older and not your Gen Z's or millennials, people will probably need glasses and unless they have their phone settings on the magnifying, like, not going to be seen. I know I need glasses for sure, but even if I did wear glasses, I'm not going to be wearing my glasses on social media on it. But also in line with that, quote posts, quote posts, that have tiny text, what the what? Like quote posts can work really well, especially about the statement that you stand behind, something that makes you unique. Talking about the cost of filler, that's actually a great post to post. The cost of cheap filler is expensive. That one is a game changer. So there you go. Worth staying around till the end just to get that one. Nice big text. But I, I see posts, like I like Twitter. So you know those screenshots of Twitter, even if it's not a Twitter post, they work really well. But on the opposite end of 
nice big empty space, colorful, a headline I can just about read, and then absolutely tiny text. Like, what is that for? We are on mobile. We are looking for something that we can actually engage with and read. Now, who has the effort that's actually going to stop and look in and start zooming into what you wrote? Because, come on, not going to work. Your engagement statistics and your analytics back this up 100,000%. How to fix it? Simple and the most effective post, nice carousel post. You do a nice, big, how many swipes you want to have, totally up to you. Your cover image, September special offers, swipe. Number one, price, swipe. So you give the highlights, you give the details, swipe, swipe, swipe. Last one, to book, how do they book? Send us a DM, call us whenever it is they happen to be booking. So a nice headline around your September specials, swipe. Package one. Okay, I see what I need here. It's nice and clear. Use the, the five by four on your Instagram. Take the most advantage of the real estate. Doesn't need to be one by one. Swipe. You know what you want. You can even make each one a headline. So after September, here's package A. What's in package A? Next one. What's the cost? Next one. Keep going. Keep it simple. Do not overthink it. You might have small real estate, but well, do not use it with what is in there with trying to get the best bang for your book and with horrific design in the back end. Again, waste of absolute time. Unless you've got raving fans out there and people are waiting for these discounts, great. But even when these discounts are shared to stories, can't see it. And nobody wants to work for stuff. People want instant gratification. They want to know where they're at, what's going on. So by making people work, you're making people work when they won't work. Creating content, carousels all day long. There you have it. They're the five feed posts that drive me insane when I see people posting them. Of course, there's always exceptions, but we want to make sure our content is engaging. We want to reach potential clients through our Instagram. And that's why we need to create the content for them. Just keep it consistent. If you don't have the time, three a week. If you want to be out there more, batch your content. Come up with a strategy. Come up with how you want to see next month looking like. Try and get ahead of yourself. What I t find tends to work is like a virtual video shoot. It tends to be what I do because I'm clearly not in the United States and like that's where most of the clients are. But what you do is you set up a, a shoot and like you do this with your practice manager and come up with the content that you want to answer and create your videos. You're done in an hour. Give it to somebody to edit. Edit them yourself another day. Just do it all in one sitting. What's the content? Map it out one sitting. What are we going to do with the shoot? How does that look? One sitting. Editing, one sitting. Captions, one sitting. Scheduling it out on social media tool, one sitting. Instead of 30 minutes to an hour every day to get your post done. So just a little something to throw in there, but want to make sure you're setting up for success and remember if you don't measure it you're not going to know what works while you're posting all this kind of stuff and wondering why you're not getting clients from social media that's probably one of these five reasons why you're not doing it so that's it for this week hope to see you next week i hope you have a great day bye for now thank you for tuning in to the medical spa marketing show my goal is to empower and inspire you to take your medical aesthetic practice to the next level 
Don't forget that success requires dedication and hard work. But with the right mindset and strategy, anything is possible. So go out there and make it happen, friend. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode. So you can gain more valuable insights and tips on how to market your medical aesthetic practice. In the meantime, you can follow us over on Instagram at Vibrant Marketing Online. Talk to you soon.